0: Well, howdy y'all. Welcome back, cowboys and cowgirls. You are on episode 31 of Once Upon a Time in Texas. I am your host, Michael Mitchell. Today, we're diving deep into the heart of Texas. Texas is number one in a lot of people's minds, hearts, and we're rarely 2nd to anyone or anything anywhere else in the United States or the world for that fact. I'm kidding. There's lots of things that Texas maybe falls short on, but you know what? I've got some things today that I'm going to tell y'all that we're number one. So, uh, yeah, in this episode, we're going to be exploring 16 areas, uh, I guess, areas, things, whatever, uh, where Texas proudly holds the number one rank. So buckle up, because we're about to embark on a journey through the supremacy of the Lone Star State. Of course, I want to thank my mother for this. She read an article in uh, Texas Monthly. I've got it sitting right here in front of me. And uh, she brought it to me. She gets Texas Monthly. And Texas Monthly is a great magazine. I'm looking here. This is the uh, August edition, I think. And it's titled Texas Monthly. We're number one. And there's, you know, lots of stuff in here that maybe is not uh, too endearing, and we, we may hit on a couple of those. But uh, anyway, thanks, Mom, for sharing this with me. I think it's pretty cool. And that's where I got the inspiration for this this week's podcast. So before we jump into this too much, I want to thank our sponsors, our number one sponsors. Of course, that's me and the American Mortgage Company. I know there are tons of people moving to and in Texas, and I know a lot of y'all out there do too. So let me help them out. I think I've told y'all before, I am an independent mortgage loan originator, working with American Mortgage Company. I've actually got a couple of loans cooking right now for some friends of mine. Um, yeah, it's been fun. It's been a wild ride. And, uh, you know, and I'll be honest, I don't I don't always, you know, get a hit, get a win, I um, had a friend of mine today, actually a friend from Scouts, um, got into a contract on a house. She said, Mike, I need you to help me out. And I got to looking at the entire deal and it, it just didn't quite fit some of the parameters that I have to stay in. There's a lot of things I can do in a lot of places I can shop, but her deal just didn't quite fit me. And so we just had an honest conversation. I said, listen, I've got a buddy at a local credit union and you know I'm big enough to tell you I I'll just I'll hand it off to him and I did and I'm still going to help her out as best I can but it just didn't quite make sense um, for what I could do and so that's you know that's part of the deal if we get into a deal that's just not quite in my wheelhouse I'm okay with that you know still made a good contact still made a friend still kept a friend in this case today and uh you know what? Just handing it off to somebody who can help them. And that's really what I care about. So there you go. Of course, you know, if you want to work with somebody who's faster, cheaper, and easier buying a house here in the great state of Texas, give me a holler or send your friends my way to themichaelmitchell.com. Remember when you work with me, I sell dreams, not mortgages on a total side note, I don't know how many people are in, uh, Oklahoma to listen to my podcast, but I think I'm going to expand into Oklahoma. Um, hopefully in the next couple of months, it, it's a little bit of a journey, a little bit of a trip, take some work to get all that done, but I think we're going to go ahead and start the process. So anyway, there you go. Like I said, uh, this podcast goes out to my mother. Um, She's inspiring in a lot of ways, and uh, she jokes sometimes, too, that she spreads hate and discontent. (laughs) Normally, uh, you know, normally to people that have made her mad. (laughs) And boy, is she a pistol. Anyway, but thanks, Mom. Thanks for sharing this stuff with me, giving me the inspiration for this week's podcast, because as I've told you all before, most everything I do is just kind of completely random. Uh, I remember my grandfather telling me, uh, his sermons back when he was a Methodist minister in the 50s, 60s, 70s, um, you know, clear up just about to the time he died. But he always just, uh, as he said it, he would leave it to the Lord to inspire him during the week. And uh, I guess, I guess that's what I'm doing. I just wait for the Lord, or in this case, my mother, to uh, in- <laughs> inspire me. So. There you go, Mom. Sonny Mitchell, Henrietta, Texas. All right. So Texas is number one in a lot of things, and not all of them are endearing. Most of the ones I've got on here are endearing. But I I do want to start. There's a couple of fun ones right here. I'm I'm opening up the Texas Monthly Magazine right now. I've got to get to it. Um, (laughs) So we're number one. And some of the not endearing ones I'm not going to go into in great depth, but I I thought they were kind of funny. Um, let me see, uh, book bans. So apparently we have a lot of, uh, banned books in the state. So, uh, yeah, 1,239 in 2021 were banned, it appears. And so that's 316 more than the next runner up state in the second place spot florida so i don't know if that's a good thing or not but uh, i do know we are pretty particular about our books um bad driving we're apparently number one in these united states of america in fatal car crashes 4068 to be exact um and they do note that it's even more than california which has a larger population than us and so they've got some interesting facts in here uh You know, the worst uh, or the most dangerous places in Texas to drive um, is Dallas. And then they jump on down to, let's see, what was it? Beaumont, Odessa, Fort Worth. And then in the number five spot, my hometown. Well, not my hometown, where I live now. Not far away from my hometown, Wichita Falls, Texas. Wow, that's a not-so-fun fact, huh? And I will tell you, we had a bunch of people in town this last week for Hotter Than Hell 100. We had a a trifecta. So we had the Hotter Than Hell 100, which is this huge bicycle race, brings, you know, there's like 15,000-ish that ride in the race. Um, But then they've also got uh, the gravel grinders, which ride dirt roads. They've got the Criterion racers. Some people came in just to run in the half-marathon, and so I think with all the support and everything, I had heard it was like an extra twenty-five to 30,000 people in Wichita Falls. And so, uh, yeah, then we also had uh, our, our university, which is part of the Texas Tech System, uh, Midwestern State University right here. Apparently, it was move-in weekend for those college students. Um, so that added an extra you know, probably 5,000 people total to the mix. So now we're up to like 35,000 extra people. And then we had the very last ever Ryder Old High football game, which are two of our high schools, which have had this big rivalry since, I guess, 1961. And uh, anyway, now that we're getting two new high schools, these two high schools are shutting down and everybody's going, oh, the rivalry's going away. And I'm like, hold up we're we're still going to have two high schools here in town there's still going to be a rivalry guys like calm down you're going to still get your football rivalry Um, which made me laugh because whenever i said that to people i always think of uh you know how did auto racing start well auto racing probably started when the second auto came off the line and there were two guys in the number one car and the number two car i guarantee they raced them because that's you know what we do <laughs> anyway so yeah there we go uh least dangerous places in Texas are Allen the woodlands Frisco uh, Pearland and Sugarland so yeah there we go um let's see as far as livestock goes including goats cattle sheep and horses um, we are number one in the livestock industry which we'll get into here in a little bit um, it's estimated over 14 million heads of livestock uh apparently people behind bars we were in the number one spot for inmates i guess that doesn't sound like a great thing uh, and then there's you know some other interesting ones in here i'm just kind of flipping through just some stuff um anyway there's a couple that i've added in here but let's You know what, let's get into the good stuff. You know, that's a little bit of the negative there and we don't want to listen to that crap. All right, so let's go to our first one. Our very first one, our journey begins with Texas being the number one producer of oil in the United States. A lot of folks think that it's elsewhere, um, you know, Alaska or even in the Dakotas, but nope, it's Texas. So from the iconic oil wells of the Permian Basin in West Texas, to the bustling refineries of the Gulf Coast. Our state's oil industry plays a pivotal role in not only the Texas economy, but also the global energy market. We are a big powerhouse here. So, and I'm not going to hit on these just a whole lot. I'm just kind of throwing it out there. You guys can do your research later too. Uh, number two, Texas is the top beef producing state in the U.S. I bet that was easy to figure out because, you know, we like our cows. So we do still have a lot of vast ranches. Some of them aren't so vast. Uh, You know, our small ranch out in Henrietta is only about 81 acres, but we run about 20 head of buffalo, bison on them. So there's all kinds of cattle ranches and farms all over. They just dot the landscape everywhere you look. Um, Of course, we have a variety of delicious cuts available. It's pretty much a carnivore's dream come true here in the great state. So whether you're grilling a juicy steak or savoring a mouth-watering hamburger, like my family had tonight, Texas has got you covered. We will absolutely cook up some beef for you. So where's the beef? If y'all remember that commercial, where's the beef? Uh, Texas, apparently. So there you go. And I got off on my numbering. Dang it. I'm going to have to remember that. All right. Number three. And this one I found really interesting. Because there's two parts to it. Did you know that Texas actually leads the nation in wind power production? The answer should be yes, I did, Mike, because you talked about this on a a podcast before. And I would say, you know what? (laughs) You're right. Um, But. We've got some wide open spaces, provides perfect conditions to harness the power of the wind. Uh, And so we're number one in the clean, renewable energy generation. And those those wind turbines are, are pretty impressive. Lots of people don't like them, and I get it. I'm not saying I'm for or against them. I'm just saying they're interesting. So next time when you see those majestic wind turbines or crappy wind turbines, whatever you think, When you see them out there spinning, remember, Texas is really leading the way towards a greener future. But that's not all. So here's the second part. Texas also leads the country in renewable energy. So we not only have the country's largest wind farm, but we also have our nation's largest solar farm. Which I just found that out too. I had no idea. And they're building another one over in east texas kind of close to tex that's actually going to replace um the large solar farm um as the largest and so yeah we're kind of stepping up our game and we took that number one spot we took that title way back in 2006 so we're coming up on numbers almost 20 years and so there's a lot of people that look at texas like you know we're just a bunch of you know, gas guzzling, you know, all that kind of stuff. And and really, we're leading the nation, man. Leading the nation. So there you go. That puts us on to number four. Let's talk about space. Did you know that we host the number one spaceport in the country? Yeah, that's right, guys. The Kennedy Space Center down around Houston. <clears throat> we launched the first manned mission So landing on the moon, the Lone Star State has played really a very integral integral, I can't even say that tonight. Integral role in the United States space exploration endeavors. And actually, the first word spoken from the moon was Houston. (laughs) So there you go. That's kind of interesting. Um, we've got a buddy down there. My wife and I have a buddy. Uh, by the name of ralph and ralph if you're listening miss you buddy looking forward to seeing you next time Um, but he actually works down there for nasa and uh, he would send us cool stuff from nasa to hand out to our kids when i was a science teacher and need to make sure he's still doing that for uh for jesse my wife who's still a science teacher so cool stuff i mean he and he's kind of I forget his title, but it has something to do with really important crap with the International Space Station. And and Ralph's just a neat guy all the way around. So Ralph, wherever you are in the world uh, today, if you hear this, man, looking forward to seeing you again. All right. Number five, moving on to education. Texas boasts the largest higher education system in the nation. So we have renowned universities all over the state like UT, University of Texas, and uh, Texas A&M, Texas Tech, Baylor University, um, I don't know, Hardin-Simmons, Texas State University. I mean, we have universities just coming out of our ears. We even have a place here in Wichita Falls and in Vernon, Texas, called Vernon College that used to be VRJC, Vernon Regional Junior College, back in the day um, that does a lot of fantastic stuff too. And so, um, they do lots of trades and things like that. Uh, great nursing program. Um, they just do all kinds of cool stuff there. And also at Midwestern state right here in Wichita falls. And so we have two pretty phenomenal, um, higher education systems right here in Wichita falls, you know, a town of 105,000. So they're really cool and there's just this huge diverse range of academic programs, um, here in the state at all of our universities. So, uh, it's really cool. If you're looking at going to college somewhere, man, Texas is where it's at. All right. So that was number five. Like I said, my numbers got off. So I'm having to pay attention here a little more. So number six, as you probably know, Texans, we take our sports steer seriously. Um, not me. I'm not a big sports guy. I know people just uh, hold your head over your eyes, shake your head and say, Lord have mercy. Bless his heart. He is not a football fan. And I'm not. I go to football games to support my daughters that are in the band. You know, I've got friends, kids, and and some of our scouts have played football over the years. Like, Cool man. I mean, that's your thing, but I, I just—I never got into it. Probably mostly because I was short and fat as a kid, and and now I'm taller, uh, and and still fat. But I just—I <laughs> never got into it, man. But I do know that the Friday Night Lights, man. There is there is certainly an allure when you're driving across West Texas or really anywhere in Texas, and you see those lights at the football stadiums, and you know what's going on. And you know dang good and well that half the town is there watching the show. And so, anyway, we're the number one state for high school football. I mean, seriously, every Friday night, football games are lit up in stadiums across the state. And when I say stadiums, we've got all the way down to the little podunk stadiums, um, you know, six-man or seven-man football, where I remember I've got one school that I used to serve with the Boy Scouts, that literally their football stadium had been out there since like the late twenties. And they did a pretty good job taking care of it. And, but then it was just like concrete benches. It was like an amphitheater and it could seat maybe a couple hundred people, which I think was probably ambitious, you know, for the little town, even back in the day, but they were proud. They had a football stadium all the way down to, I mean, some of these school districts have some stupid, expensive, crazy football stadiums. And I'm like, this is high school, guys. Come on. Anyway. Ah, <clears throat> right, number seven. So when it comes to exports, we always talk about exports when we talk about gross domestic product and all this other stuff. Texas dominates with the highest value of exported goods in the United States. I mean, we ship out machinery, electronics, chemical products, petroleum products, Um food i think we have the largest i'm not for sure don't quote me on this but i think we're like one of the largest shippers of rice or something like that like there was a big 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 port that was opened up not that long ago and i think it's very specific for rice or something like that i could be wrong but i kind of remember hearing that in passing but it was something like really us rice like i thought it would come from an asian country obviously Uh, I'm not being racist there. I'm just saying I I thought rice would come from these Asian countries and, uh, and apparently we ship a lot out, but I mean, we also do all kinds of other stuff, um, including petroleum products. Obviously it goes all the way around. So anyway, we've got just this really robust international trade Right here in the state, and it's just it's blowing up, man. The economic growth from it is just incredible. Number eight, diving in a little deeper, we can't overlook Texas's dominance again in the oil refining sector. Even though we've been plowed by a couple of hurricanes, we even had a refinery that blew up um, down in Big Spring. They just repaired it, put it back to work. Um, we have the highest refining capacity in the country and that gives us a steady supply of gasoline diesel and you know other refined products to really help fuel the nation we ship a lot out now you would think that that would cut us some slack on fuel prices and maybe it does but we still complain about it when it gets high i mean we're at like three dollars and 39 cents a gallons where i filled up today and i was complaining about that and then uh a buddy in california Sent me a thing where it's like $6 and something a gallon. Uh, my little sister's up in Oregon. Her and her family are up in Oregon. And it's like 4 dollars 5 $6 a gallon. It's crazy. Anyway, enough complaining about gas prices. Just know, as far as things go, Texas, we are pumping it out. Refining the crap out of it. Number nine, shifting gears, let's talk about Texas music. We proudly hold the number one spot when it comes to country music icons. We've got people that live here like George Strait, Clint Black, Willie Nelson, even Beyonce hails from the Lone Star State. We have a ton of country music singers that come out of this state. Even one of my best friends in this whole world by the name of Jeff Bryant... Who was the drummer and uh, CEO or president of the band Ricochet that was real popular back in the mid to late 90s. Uh, and they're still touring today, although Jeff has retired from the scene. Um, and I'll just do a quick plug for him. Uh, Jeff, it's funny, he went from being this world traveling, you know, music artist, CMA awards, ACM awards, all this cool stuff. And now he is the executive director of a place called Wild Bird Rescue here in Wichita Falls. My wife's on the board. I helped him with stuff. uh he just kind of fell into it um and he's he's just running it as their their c e o their executive director and he does a great job and the whole idea is um people find wild birds that are hurt, and we all know that wild birds are uh, a lot of them are going extinct or really declining in numbers and so Wildbird Bird Rescue really does uh, a heck of a job with what they do. And so uh, if you're ever in Wichita Falls, I would highly recommend going out and seeing uh, my buddy Jeff. And he's got a, another lady, uh, the, the daughter of one of our scout leaders from back in the day, Melissa Rose. Um, just solid gold bunch of people. So number 10, did you know that Texas is home to the largest rodeo in the world now i'm sure some of y'all are just rolling your eyes and going well of course mike duh it's the state sport and you're right but i mean we hear a lot about the pr uh, prca rodeos that are out in utah or california and montana and all that we have the largest rodeo in the world the houston livestock show and rodeo attracts i mean millions of people each year it's huge and really, this showcases the state's rich cowboy heritage and really offers, I mean, thrilling rodeo competitions, these exhilarating concerts, um, and some of the best Texan cuisine in the entire state all happens at the rodeo. And I forget how long it goes on for. I don't remember if it's two weeks or a month, but anyway, it's a long time. They even have ag mechanic shows to wear FFA chapters from all over the state. Um, come and present these ag mechanic stuff. It's just, it's cool. I haven't been, but I've been told. I need to go at some point. And for those of y'all that go, well, geez, Mike, why don't you just hop in the truck and go? Well, you know, I would, but it takes a little bit of planning because Houston is like seven hours, eight hours, something like that from where I live. It's a good little trip down there, guys. I mean, it's not just to hop in the car and run down there for the day. Mm-mm. No, that's a long way. All right. Number 11, Texas's size, of course, is supreme as well. We do have the number one spot for the largest state in the contiguous United States. Have to add that little part on. Alaska is bigger than we are, significantly larger. And, uh, and Alaska is happy to have that moniker, I guess. But when it comes to the contiguous United States, Texas, we beat all. We're pretty big. So we've got deserts out in West Texas, lush forests in the Piney Woods in East Texas. I mean, that's also one of the coolest things about Texas is that our ecosystems are so diverse. And we have such a wide range of landscapes, adventures, things you can do. That was one of my favorite things to teach during science was all these biospheres, you know, eco, um, you know, biodiversity areas. Because we've got we've got like five major ones here in Texas and then they're broken down into like five or 10 in each one, um, piney woods are East of us. Of course we've got, you know, the desert areas out in West Texas. you got the Gulf coast areas. As, as you get into lower East Texas, we've got swamps and marshes because we butt right up to Louisiana up here. We've got, you know, the rolling plains, the rolling Hills, um, we've also got the cross timbers area, which is kind of a sub area. And then as you start moving out west, you get into the Yano Estacado, which is the, the staked plains, kind of the high dry plains. Anyway, it's just, what a cool state. All right. So number, I guess we're on 13. So I may have actually done 17 by accident and I just can't type my numbers right. I'm sorry. Number 12. So Texas proudly claims the title of being the number one state for job and population growth. We are booming, guys. Like, the booming economy, and and we're super business-friendly. Um, we just continue to attract individuals seeking opportunities and companies that are looking to flourish. And we're going to get more into the companies and stuff, but... I heard some ridiculous number, something like 14,000 people a day are moving into Texas. And that is just crazy. And what's even crazier is that's 14,000 people a day that aren't calling me to do home loans. Guys, give me a call. Send them my way. Throw me a bone so I can keep doing this fabulous podcast. Podcast. All right, number 13, on a lighter note, we have the largest state fair. We've already got the largest rodeo. Why not have the biggest state fair? Um, We've got Big Tex. I think it's Big Tex. Ooh, maybe there's another name. The Big Cowboy with all the Dickies um, clothing on that waves at you as you come in. So the Texas State Fair is held annually in Dallas, Texas. It gets millions of visitors, too. They come and indulge in deep-fried delicacies, uh, enjoy thrilling rides. They cheer for livestock exhibitions, um, the iconic Red River rivalry football game between UT and the University of Oklahoma, which, I don't know. I'm an Oklahoma State University graduate. I just have a tough time rooting for OU. But my little sister also went to UT and, uh, I love my sister, but I, I think sometimes I've rooted for OU just to make her mad (laughs) and it's worked. (laughs) I do remember my, my grandfather, uh, Papa, I called him Papa Davis. Um, he went to college at both OU and UT and so he would always lay down bets, um, when he worked for the daily Oklahoman in Oklahoma city, he would always lay down bets for both schools and everybody said that's cheating. But I guess that's one way to guarantee you win. Uh, but you only get your money back, which is fine. He always had a good time with it. (laughs) Oh man. Anyway. Oh, and the deep fried delicacies thing. I mean, they've got deep fried Twinkies and Oreos, uh, God, deep fried Snickers bars. Um, there's some weird stuff. They always come out with something new and different. And there's been a few times I've been like, man, that sounds uh, delicious. And there's been other times I've been like, nope, I'm just going to have to hard pass. And guys, remember I'm chunky. I like food. And there's even deep fried stuff that I'd be like, "Mm, I think I'll pass. I do remember uh, since this episode, I guess is kind of dedicated to my mother. I remember it was about 10 years ago. She was like, oh my God. I ate green beans last night and my dad, who's a doctor, sat there and just kind of rolled his eyes and I said, what's that all about? And she goes, I did. I ate green beans. I tried them at this place over in Bowie, Texas. They were delicious. And then dad leans forward and looks me right in the face and says, they're fried. They're fried green beans. And so I, (laughs) I just laughed because any kind of healthy that those green beans had was fried out of them and you know what? I tried them a few weeks later with mom and she was right. They're not bad. And uh, But I like green beans. I'm okay with green beans. <laughs> All right. So number 14, I think 14. Um, we have an impressive healthcare system here in the state. We take the number one spot for the most medical schools in the United States. Um, so we've got Houston, Texas's medical center, the renowned Southwest Medical Center in Dallas. Um, we've got Baylor, Scott, and White. I mean... Uh, MD Anderson is here, the big cancer research place. I mean, just holy smokes, we have healthcare systems like you wouldn't believe. It's it's pretty pretty good. Um, We've got some world renowned um, orthopedic type stuff, um, back and and you know back stuff, uh, knee replacement, shoulders, just all kinds of stuff. We've got the back institute. I know Dad sends a few people down there whenever they have back issues. So yeah we have a really impressive healthcare system and we have a ton of medical schools. So there you go. Something to look into. Number 15. Um, you know, we have the number one spot for barbecue. Also, I think it's because I, I couldn't really tell. I, I it kind of felt like maybe we were just bragging. Like, oh, we're the number one in barbecue. And I'm pretty sure like Tennessee and you know Georgia and Alabama were like, Psh, whatever. And Texas is like, well, yeah, whatever. We're bigger. So we've got more. But you know what? We even have in our own state, we have the Texas barbecue trail. You can literally drive a trail in Texas and eat your way across the state. Now, all things being said um, about barbecue. We have way, way, way different kinds of barbecue and people are real picky about the barbecue sauce. Like I like the real thick barbecue sauce, I guess the stick to your ribs. Um, but there's a lot of people here in the state that like the really runny barbecue sauce. That's a vinegar base. Um, we've got mustard based barbecue sauce. I mean, it just, ugh, man. I mean, you've just got delectable smoked meats, which I love smoked sausage. Um, you got finger licking sauces, which is great. There's secret recipes all over, like, you know, I could tell you what's in it, but then I'd have to kill you kind of stuff. But yeah, apparently we ranked number one in the world for barbecue cooking. I'll take it. I really don't know how that's figured, but I think it might just be figured on the fact that we're so big. And we have so many barbecue joints. Um, I've got two favorites right now, and I'm going to go ahead and share them. Number one is a place called Louis Mueller's in Taylor, Texas. Oh, my God. It's heavenly. I mean, really, like, change-your-life type barbecue. Uh, And then another place, which I thought this guy was kind of full of bull, but he's right here in Wichita Falls, Texas, and it's Texas Underground Barbecue. And I was in there talking to him, and he said, I'm ranked, like, number whatever it was, two or three in the state. And I thought, really? And he's here in Wichita Falls. And I went and looked him up. And I'll be dang, he's, he is. Like he travels and this guy talks the talk and walks the walk. And it is good, good barbecue. And so the only thing I don't like is there's not a lot of people that have smoked baloney around here. It's really irritating. So I have to go up to a place uh, called Jake's Ribs in Chickasha, Oklahoma, if I want to get smoked baloney. So anyway, you know what, Louie Mueller's and, uh, and Texas underground. If you're hearing this, man, get me some smoke baloney, please. <laughs> so, all right. So we talked, uh, earlier about, you know, cattle and all that other kind of stuff. Um, but we've got so many, you know, so many head of livestock. Is it hard to imagine? I guess. So this is number 16. I was off. So this would be number 16. Is it hard to imagine that we're the number one beef producing state in the United States? Yeah. I feel like I've said this before. I have. Oops. Sorry, guys. Nope, you're right. I did say that. Well, poo. Well, you know, I'm not perfect. Tough. So there you go. I didn't do one extra. I just had one that goofed up and got on here twice. Oh, well. Yeah. Beef. It's what's for dinner. There you go. All right. So let's go to the actual number 16. We were actually the number one state for the greatest number of fortune 500 companies. That's pretty cool. We have, uh, as of 2022, I think we have 53 total, which beats out California and New York for fortune 500 companies. In 2022 alone, as far as businesses go, we attracted more than 1,000 corporate relocations and or expansions uh, of companies, according to an article in Texas Monthly. And the article goes on and continues to say that we are ranked first in the nation for business climate, meaning that we're very business friendly. We love our businesses. And uh, yeah, I mean, we've got like Tesla came. SpaceX is here. Um, gosh, I don't remember really any of the others, but I mean, those are two big ones. Um, yeah, I mean, I think they're fixing to do another SpaceX launch pretty soon. So all of this, yeah. and I was talking a little bit earlier <coughs> about our economy and kind of the world economy. All of these businesses and everything collectively actually make us rank as the eighth largest economy in the world, just for our state, not the United States, just Texas is the eighth largest economy in the world. I mean, that's a big deal, guys. So we got lots of cool stuff going on here. So anyway, I'm going to kind of wrap this up a little bit, you know, start trying to tie this calf down. But I would like to add a few more quick number ones for the state of Texas. Just real quick. Of course, that is, we have the number one podcast. (laughs) Once upon a time of Texas, of course, I literally polled ones of people, uh, me, and I am the number one podcast in the state because nobody's telling me otherwise right now. (laughs) Yeah, I just made that up, but I'd like to be number one, you know, so I mean, tell all your buddies Tell them to hop on and check me out. They can find it at themichaelmitchell.com. I've got a tab on there. They can listen. uh, I think I'm on like 14 different platforms. Get on and check it out. I've got people from all over the world listening to it. I had somebody from Turkey listen to it last week. If you're listening again from Turkey, man, I have not been to Turkey, but I'd really like to see it someday. So, you know, if you're the listener from Turkey, man, shoot me a message. Um... Send me some money and a plane ticket, and I'll come visit you. Maybe we'll do a podcast about Texas from Turkey. <laughs> so, of course, you know, another number one right here in the great state. We have the number one mortgage zone originator and mortgage company. Uh, me and American Mortgage Company. I don't know that we're the number one mortgage on originator and mortgage company, but you know what? It's my podcast. I can say whatever I want to. <laughs> Least I think I'm the number one most entertaining mortgage Zone originator. Maybe I'll take that. But uh, you know, if you want to live in the number one state in the union, give me a shout and I'll make sure that you're number one on my priority list and help get you a house. Keep in mind, if you know someone, of course, moving to or in Texas, send them my way. So all I'm going to ask you all to do, if you know someone moving to or in Texas. Send them my way. I'd love to help them get a house. TheMichaelMitchell.com T-H-E Michael Mitchell.com And the other thing is get on Facebook. um, Go to my Facebook group or page, either one, Once Upon a Time in Texas. Share it with your friends. Tell people about it. You can easily find my podcast and all the platforms I'm on uh, at TheMichaelMitchell.com as well. Remember, I sell dreams, not mortgages. I love making y'all laugh teaching y'all a few things and of course i love helping get people into homes of their own thank you all so much for tuning into once upon a time in texas and sharing it with your buddies out there in the world shoot me some messages man get on the group the facebook group or page get on there you can find my email address on my website send me a message let me know what's going on give me some good feedback as always remember guys the stars at night are big and bright deep in the heart of Texas. Y'all have a great week.